Welcome to the America's Workforce Radio Podcast, the flagship production of the American Workers Radio and Podcast Network, where organized labor and its never-ending fight to protect the rights of the American worker come first. Now, presented by LIUNA, Laborers International Union of North America, here's your host, Ed Flash Ferens. Day number four, the UAW strike against the big three. Elon Musk, no friend of unions. What X did when the strike was announced last week. And today on the show, the American Legion's Be the One campaign and the International Brotherhood of Teamsters. Teamsters care. Welcome to the Monday, September 18th edition of America's Workforce, where we are available on at least five platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Pandora. Well, September is Suicide Prevention Month. We did a slew of interviews last week. Last week was Suicide Prevention Week, and if you missed any of those shows, just go to awfpodcast.com. Joining us today is uh, Henry Howard. Henry is Deputy Director of Media and Communications on behalf of the American Legion, Legion legion.org, national website. And a little over a year ago, the Legion launched its Be the One campaign to encourage American Legion family members, veterans, service members, and others to take action when they believe a veteran is at risk of suicide. And for very good reason. Today, the number one issue, the number one issue facing those who served is veteran suicide, according to the National Veteran Suicide Prevention Annual Report. Each day, each day, no fewer than 17 vets die by suicide that comes out to more than 6000 each year be the one.org great place to start dial 988 and press 1 and henry's going to talk about that basically in a nutshell ask vets in your life how they're doing listen when a vet needs to talk and reach out when a veteran is struggling a lot of resources out there take advantage of them later in the show we're going to join the international brotherhood of teamsters and we have actually three individuals that will be on the line with us tom vitello mark staniel and leslie russell all are licensed social professionals mark is the director of employee assistance and this is part of teamsters care TeamstersCare.com is a website you want to check out. At Teamsters Care, this is right from the website, we provide a comprehensive benefits package along with a broad range of in-house clinical services to our members and their families. And right now, there are about 6,000 active Teamster members and 1,600 retirees that depend on Teamsters Care to keep themselves and their families healthy. Now, Tom, now he's been a Teamster since 1997. He was asked to join the Teamsters Care Employee Assistance Program team in April of 2018. And uh, he's going to tell his personal story of recovery going back to uh, 2009. He is a labor assistance professional and certified in the field. Leslie, also a licensed social worker, and she's going to talk about the rate of suicide among union members and how successful Teamsters Care has been. Warning signs, prevention, what to do 
if you or a loved one is experiencing thoughts of suicide and how to address it. So important that we get that message out. So lots happening on the show with regard to this subject, and we will continue on this subject throughout the month of September. Now, a brief look into the world of labor, the segment brought to you by Boyd Watterson Asset Management. You can find more at boydwatterson.com. There are two updates over the weekend on the UAW's targeted strike against Ford, General Motors, and Stellantis. Well, on Saturday, the union resumed negotiations with the companies and announced that it had reasonably productive conversations with Ford, reasonably. Made no mention of GM or Stellantis. Also, Ford and GM have begun temporary layoffs at non-striking plants. On Friday, Ford sent home 600 workers at one Michigan plant. GM announced that 2,000 workers will be laid off from a Kansas plant sometime this week. According to the companies, the striking workers produce goods that the laid-off workers would need to continue working. UAW's President Sean Fain said that laid-off workers would continue to have an income and that the company's announcement was an attempt to put the squeeze on our members to settle for less. According to National Public Radio, although companies typically give at least partial pay to non-striking workers that are laid off, Because of supply chain issues such as these, Ford and GM have announced there will be no partial pay. Well, (laughs) I guess you can expect that. All right. By the way, after members of the UAW walked off the job midnight last Thursday, Friday morning, Twitter or X stripped the union of its account verification without notice. This according to a UAW official. The account lacked verification, they say. Twitter's verification policy temporarily removes verification from accounts that change profile pictures, which the UAW did in conjunction with the walkout. Now, a UAW official told The Intercept that the union's account, which they paid for, was verified until Friday morning. And then all of a sudden, it wasn't. Well, we don't have any updates as of this show. But I can tell you this. The big three automakers in the UAW are focused closely on the role organized labor will play in the production of electric vehicles and the batteries needed to power them, as is Elon Musk, the owner of both Twitter and Tesla. Joe Manchin, we all know about Joe, senator out of West Virginia, as a price for his support of President Biden's climate agenda, insisted on stripping a provision that would have tilted the EV production playing field in favor of unions. Musk spoke out against the measure as well. A little background here. Tesla pays significantly lower wages than the big three, averaging 45 to 50 dollars per hour versus 64 to 67 dollars per hour respectively that's with all the benefits in february tesla fired at least 18 software employees at a plant in buffalo new york after they announced plans to unionize then in march a federal appeals court found that musk violated federal labor law when he tweeted a threat to employees stock options should they decide to unionize and said 
Tesla also broke the law when it fired a worker engaged in union organizing. Nothing stopping Tesla team at our car plant from voting union. Musk tweeted that was back in 2018. In April, Tesla suffered another loss, this time in front of the National Labor Relations Board. The agency ruled that the company violated federal labor law when it forbade employees from discussing wages as well as working conditions. Yeah, there's a lot to uh, Elon Musk. We also have a statement here of support by the Alliance for Retired Americans. This comes from Robert Roach, Jr., president of the Alliance. He says the 4.4 million retiree members of the Alliance for Retired Americans stand shoulder to shoulder with the United Auto Workers fight to secure better wages and retirement security for their working members and retirees. The UAW believes that a fair share means wage increases and retirement security. UAW workers who were hired after 2007 do not have guaranteed pensions. Their 401k plans are without the security of a pension, and workers deserve better. That's Robert Roach, president of the Alliance for Retired Americans. You can find more at retiredamericans.org. All right, quick break. When we come back, Henry Howard on behalf of the American Legion talking about the Be The One campaign. You're listening to America's Workforce with Ed Flash Ferens. It takes Lyuna to build North America's infrastructure. From roads and bridges to schools and skyscrapers, the men and women of Lyuna, the Laborers International Union of North America, build the projects we depend on. From constructing the Freedom Tower on the site of the former World Trade Center to untangling Washington, D.C.'s congested interstate, Lyuna members do the work that matters. Find out what it takes to be built by Lyuna at lyuna.org. That's L-I-U-N-A dot the Ironworkers Great Lakes District Council, consisting of eight ironworker local unions in West Virginia, Pennsylvania, Ohio, and Michigan. We build the skylights and bridges along the Great Lakes. With more work than ever before, the Great Lakes District Council is actively searching out the next great ironworker. Whether it's building the next Intel plant or constructing a bridge to safely connect our great cities along the lake. So join the Ironworkers Great Lakes District Council today. Find out how and learn more about the council by visiting IWDistrictCouncil.com. America's Workforce is brought to you in part by the Heat and Frost Insulators Labor Management Cooperative Trust. Find out more at insulators.org forward slash LMCT. America's Workforce is sponsored in part by Boyd Watterson Asset Management, LLC. Find out more about our investment solutions tailored to meet the needs of Taft-Hartley funds at voidwaterson.com. America's Workforce is brought to you in part by the United Auto Workers. Find more at uaw.org. America's Workforce is presented by the Labor's International Union of North America. Feel the power right now at liuna.org. Now, back to America's Workforce. Here's Ed Flash Ferens. And remember, you can check us out on Facebook or follow us on Twitter. That would be AWF Union Podcast. AWF Union Podcast. By the way, this next segment brought to you in part by the Ohio Federation of Teachers. You can find more at oh.aft.org. In fact, Melissa Crapper, president of the Ohio Federation, will be joining us tomorrow. 
Right now, let's go to Indianapolis, Indiana, and joining us on our live line is Henry Howard. Henry is the Deputy Director of Media and Communications for the American Legion. And if you were listening to the shows last week, and hopefully you were, because last week was Suicide Prevention Weekend, all of September is Suicide Prevention Month. So what we're doing on America's Workforce is focusing on suicide prevention. Mental health is a huge issue. And when it comes to the veteran population, well, we're looking at some really, really sad statistics. On any given day, about 17 vets decide to commit suicide. And that comes out to about 6000 a year. Henry Howard, as I indicated, is Deputy Director of Media and Communications, and he's responsible for getting that message out. The campaign is called Be the One. Henry, thanks for uh, joining us today. And I understand now you've been with the Legion for about 11 years. Take me back to the time, I guess it was a little over a year ago, maybe about 15 months, when the Legion launched this campaign, the Be the One campaign. I'll let you pick it up from there, Henry. Go ahead. Great. Thank you. First, um, thanks for having me on today. It's an honor to be here and and talk about this important initiative uh, that the American Legion has. And just to clarify one thing, um, we're calling it an, an initiative or a program and, and not um, focusing on a campaign because campaigns really have a beginning and an end. And this is something that the American Legion is going to be doing um, for years because it's such so it's so important to us and we um, we have a long way to go um, to be the one to reduce that veteran suicide rate um, so generally the campaign uh, kicked off kind of a soft launch a couple of years ago and what we've been doing is building awareness about it and the idea as you mentioned the um, the, the shocking, number of veteran and service member suicides, um, whether that number is 17 or 22, or even a recent report uh, estimated that it would be double that, that the figures actually double that. But we want people, whether they're veterans, service members, their spouses or partners, civilians, everyone, to come together to be the one when a veteran's life may be at risk. And, you know, we, we want to focus on one. If we can save the life of one veteran, then that's a huge impact on that veteran's life, his or her family's life, and so forth. So what we've done is we've been able to really push this message out to our members and, and even beyond. And the response that we've seen so far has been Wonderful. We've seen the American Legion posts grab onto this and have their own initiatives. And, you know, a lot of times, whether it's in a nonprofit or a corporate setting or, or another setting, we've all been there where leadership says, we're going to go do this. And, you know, that initiative lasts for six weeks or six months. Um, and then a new big idea comes. Well, this is, this is our big idea that we are going to be focusing on, like I said, for years to come. And, and response by the Post has really indicated to us that they're into this. They want um, more information. They want to know how and, and what they should be doing to support this. Henry, can you explain why this is so prevalent among vets? Is it part of 
readjusting when they come back from active duty, um, loss of job. I mean, there's a there's a number of things here, I would imagine. But I'm just wondering, you've been doing a lot of work on this. What are you hearing from vets? That's a great question. It it really is uh, a lot of those things. It, it can be anything from you know PST, uh, PTSD that they suffered. Um, during combat or, or even non-combat roles. Most roles are non-combat, um, but losing a battle buddy or just experiencing, um, you know, deployment and, you know, maybe injuries. There, there have been, you know, veterans we've encountered who never saw deployment but had a life-changing injury from training or, or whatever during their time. And, as they transition back, if they've lost the ability to work, you know, that, you know, work is, um, as a civilian, you know, that, that takes a toll that, sure. um, you know, leaves them maybe on the couch and then they can spiral downward from there. Um, and it's, you know, one thing that's been eye opening to me is that it's not just those returning from Iraq and Afghanistan, there are Vietnam veterans who have been dealing with, you know, the issues that they've suffered for half a century now, and they're losing their battle buddies um, daily. And so, you know, they may be alone and they may, you know, have those dark thoughts, you know, maybe compounded because they're losing their friends. Now there was um, an event I went to that was raising awareness about, um, it was a be the one program raising awareness about resources in their community. And I talked to a veteran there, a Vietnam war vet who he uh, was, you know, kind of on the brink and thankfully someone pointed him to an equine therapy facility that was, you know, basically a couple miles from his home. He had no idea it was there. Mm -hmm. And that was, um, the solution for him. He goes there when he's uh, having a rough day and he bonds with a Mustang and he walks away from that place, you know, um, a, a changed man. And, you know, that was a direct result of um, this organization putting together a resource fair under the Be the One umbrella that was able to, you know, help this veteran. You know, I've heard a lot about uh, the connection between humans and animals uh, and dogs. I, I mean, I, we have a veterans treatment docket. I work at the uh, Cleveland Municipal Court, and we mm -hmm. have four specialized dockets. It's funny you bring up equine therapy because they're using that with human trafficking victims, and it's been very successful. But with the vets, they allow the dogs to come into court if they have some kind of a run-in with the law. Has anybody looked into that connection? Why, why, why is that? Why is that good for a vet? Do you have an answer to that, Henry? You know, I think the it's it comes down to what's best for that person, whether they're a vet or or not, but who needs the help. And um, you know, certainly, I think that um, the Mustang was really interesting because they are really kind of a wild breed and. Um, you know, sometimes veterans, some veterans are also kind of wild, too. Um, 
you know, based on just who they are. I mean, there's people who might be considered wild in, in any forms of occupation, right? Right. Um, but it just, you know, they they kind of just bonded together. It was really interesting to, to learn about. Um, but that Mustang or, or even a different type of horse may not work for certain veterans. So it, it's finding ways that they can find whatever that connection is, you know, for some of them, it could be more of a fitness thing, running, hiking, walking, um, cycling. It could be art therapy. It could be, um, uh, you know, there's a lot of nonprofits out there who take veterans on um, wildlife trips for hunting or fishing, climbing mountains, um, rafting down the, the Grand Canyon, Um you know, so it's just being able to to help that veteran find that outlet that's going to help them uh, alleviate their PTSD. The important thing is to recognize that there's a problem, and mm-hmm. and you mentioned you mentioned the American Legion posts. Now, uh, maybe you could explain that a little further. This be the one campaign, and by the way, the website to go to is be the one dot org. Be the one dot org. That's the start. All right. Now these posts, they you you indicated that they've adopted this. Uh, are they doing specific outreach in various communities? Then I take it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let me just give you a couple quick examples. Um, they so the American Legion is the nation's largest veteran service organization. We have one point. 1.7 million members, and they are in posts throughout the United States. So a post is like a maybe a chapter or you know another group where they they can bond with their uh, local veterans. And so, as I said, they've embraced the be the one concept. Um, they have done everything from holding their own um, symposium at a local high school where. Experts came in and talked about resources in their community, um, shared stories of veterans who, um, you know, may have hit a dark patch but overcame it to give hope to others, and just you know really kind of used that to spread the word, not just about the initiative, but also to, you know, connect those veterans with the services in their area that they probably didn't know about um, to to a certain degree. Others have taken on more of a um, fitness and wellness approach. Um, one uh, in Green Bay, Wisconsin, held a 2.2-mile hike in January. Um, it was cold, but fortunately it wasn't snowing when we were up there. But that's a great way to get the, um, membership out walking in the community and also um holding a, a, a be the one flag and having some other resources that, um, you know, explain to pastors by why they were doing this. And they were able to answer questions about what is this be the one, a great way to get that community outreach. Um, other posts have done five K's or very similar outdoor activities in their community to spread the awareness beyond the walls of the, the physical post. Um, another great example was, a post uh, near Portland, Oregon on Military Appreciation Night was able to get a booth inside the arena and as thousands of fans streamed in, they handed out um, 
these little um, plastic packets, and inside each packet, there is a card with a QR code that explains Be The One, directed people to the website you mentioned, betheone.org, and also in that little packet were two little bracelets uh, for Be The One. And I love their concept. They came up with this because the concept of the two was to wear one and share one. So you're wearing the bracelet on your wrist, and then someone says, what, what is this all about? And then we have another ambassador. We've, we've briefed them enough on what Be The One is. They can go to the website to learn more, and now they're telling someone else. So in the roughly 60 to 90 minutes before game time, they handed out almost 900 of those. And so now by sharing one, you know, conceivably you're doubling that. So in a very little time allotted, we were able to get that message out to uh, the public about Be The One and how they are also empowered to help save the life of a veteran uh, in a time of crisis. Great story, Henry. Henry Howard joining us on our live line. He is Deputy Director of Media and Communications on behalf of the American Legion. Legion.org, that's the national website, and we're talking about suicide prevention. Be the one.org. Be the one.org. And that's the website that the Legion set up. We'll continue with uh, Henry later in the show. The union perspective on suicide. We're going to be joined by Tom Vitiello and Mark Staniel. And they're with the Employee Assistance Program on behalf of the International Brotherhood of Teamsters, Teamsters Local 25. The website is TeamstersCare.com. We'll talk about that as well. Back in a few minutes, you're listening to America's Workforce. This is America's Workforce. More shows available at AWFRadio.com. It takes Lyuna to power North America with affordable energy. The men and women of Lyuna, the Laborers International Union of North America, have the skills needed to build and maintain oil, natural gas, nuclear, solar, and wind projects that are shaping America's energy future. From new energy tech to retrofitted facilities, Lyuna members do it all. Find out what it takes to be powered by Lyuna at Lyuna.org. That's L-I-U-N-A.org. Hire union musicians. Call Music Talent of Cleveland at 216-881-1802. Call Music Talent of Cleveland as your dependable source for professional musicians in Northeast Ohio. Union musicians add harmony to weddings, elegance to parties, and uplifting music for all events. Music Talent of Cleveland contracts solo and ensemble musicians as well as bands and orchestras for single engagements. So hire union musicians. Call Music Talent of Cleveland today. 216-881-1802. America's Workforce is brought to you in part by the International Federation of Professional and Technical Engineers. You can find more at ifpte.org. This segment of America's Workforce is brought to you by Survey and Ballot Systems. SBS has been providing unions with secure and flexible election options for over 30 years. Visit surveyandballotsystems.com to learn more. America's Workforce is brought to you in part by the United Steelworkers. You can find more at usw.org. Now, back to Ed Flash Ferrance with America's Workforce. And remember, you can check us out on at least five platforms. That includes Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Pandora. And when you get an opportunity, just sign up and receive our shows 
on a regular basis and give us a rating. We always appreciate those five-star ratings, so please keep them coming. By the way, this next segment brought to you in part by the United Labor Agency. You can find more at ulagency.org. Let's go back to our live line. Rejoin Henry Howard. Henry is the Deputy Director of Media and Communications on behalf of the American Legion. Legion.org, national website. We're talking suicide prevention. September is Suicide Prevention Month. Last week was Suicide Prevention Week. A lot of good guests on the show last week. Go to awfpodcast.com. We started off with Dr. Sally a week ago today, and she is a sought-after professional when it comes to this topic. Henry, we're talking about the Be The One campaign. That website is betheone.org, and it was launched well over a year ago. I know it had a uh, kind of a slow start. You're trying to get the message out there. In your opinion, you, you, in the first segment, it sounds like the, the posts have really embraced this. They're doing creative things to reach out to vets. Do you feel do you feel that this is moving at the right pace right now? How, how comfortable? I mean, you're in charge of making sure that the media gets this message, that that message is out there, and more importantly, that vets are getting the message. How do you feel about the Be The One campaign right now, Henry? We uh, we took a uh, a soft approach to it in order so that we could you know provide these resources um, to to get the support and and get that internal messaging to our members out um, because you know the question we keep hearing is okay well what can I do you know if there is a if I come across a veteran crisis what do I do you know the 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 first best answer if if the veteran's life could be in danger is to um, call or ask them to call, get them to call the suicide hotline number. Um, Veterans can call 988 and press 1, and they will be connected immediately uh, with a counselor who's trained. Um, It'll also be confidential. Um, And so that's kind of the first thing. But you know, we also know that not everyone is, is going to be comfortable talking to a stranger. Um, and there's also times when maybe that just isn't feasible for one reason or another. So the bigger picture, what we want to be able to do is develop res- more resources and training so that um, someone, whether civilian or veteran, can be prepared um, by taking you know, a, a class by an expert. You know, we don't have these experts on staff. Um, you know, so we're encouraging people to, you know, engage the veteran. Um, I was at an event in Texas on Friday evening, and um, the post commander there was talking about how, you know, they've embraced this as well. And one thing that he tries to communicate through his members is, you know, if you if you see a veteran kind of you know, a friend sitting over in the corner and really hasn't said anything tonight, kind of by, you know, himself or herself, go over and talk to him, you know, see what's going on, you know? Um, and that, you know, maybe they just needed somebody to talk to, or maybe they just were processing something. Um, but being aware and, and, and creating that social atmosphere where, um, and, and, you know, another thing he pointed out was if, you know, if, if someone, you know, usually comes in and we don't see them for a couple of weeks, then we reach out to them and, and, you know, someone will take the initiative to, you know, st- 
stop by their home or give them a call or just, you know, just kind of engage them and say, hey, I haven't seen you in a couple of weeks. What's going on? Um, You know, but beyond that, there also needs to be some some training on maybe what to say or what not to say. And, you know, we we can we can get a long way by engaging in conversation and, and listening, not judging. Um, but we really need that those experts to um, be able to, to give more, you know, if this happens, do this, um, you know, kind of a scenario. And so that's kind of, you know, down the road um, that we're working toward. Um, but, you know, how, so how do we judge the success? Um, again, you know, we go back to have we saved the life of one veteran? Um, and the answer is yes. Um, there are, are definitely examples that, that I've heard of that um, are amazing. You know, one I would say that really stands out, actually there's two that stand out. One is we, um, we've partnered with several of the IndyCar drivers. And for some of these events, we go to a, um, the racetrack and we have a, a Be The One branded truck there. And we give out information. That's another way to reach out beyond our internal audience to external audience to to share that message. Well, earlier this year, I forget exactly which race it was. I believe it was in Florida. A uh, service member came up and saw the truck, saw you know our our um, volunteers and staff there, and said, "I'm I'm having a bad day. I I need some help." Yeah. And he was, he came to the race by himself and was literally contemplating suicide at that time. And they got him the help he needed immediately. Um, through a third party source, we've been able to kind of keep tabs on him and he's doing, doing better. Um, and, and definitely that was a time when we can literally credit be the one to saving the life of a veteran. Another example. And I had, uh, honor to do this story is a um, who's in Massachusetts and a National Guard veteran had come back and um, due to injuries and uh, some other life-changing events was really in a, in a dark place and his mom lived uh, about an hour away from him and um, you know hadn't heard from him and you know was you know, trying to get in touch and texted um, her daughter-in-law and texted the son. And, uh, you know, the message got back where, you know, he's having a really rough day and um, the, the spouse was like, I really don't know what to do. Um, and then the next text was, you have to come here like right now. And like I said, the mom lived an hour away um, <laughs> because she knew all the um uh, the sheriff's officers between her place and her son's, she got there in about 30 minutes. Um, and, uh, when she got there, um, she was able to eventually convince her son to go with her to a hospital. The other issue was that he was an EMT. So he didn't want to go to any local hospital local to him because everyone would know him there. Yeah. So they agreed to go to a, a hospital near her place. And, um, he, so, uh, through rehabilitation and, and working, he was able to, 
um, get in a better place. And um, the mom didn't know it at the time, but he actually had a, a gun in his mouth earlier that day before she got there. Um, but she she acted on being the one. Um, you know, her husband is, is, happens to be the post commander at their post. Uh, her son obviously served. Uh, she's a member of our American Legion Auxiliary. So this is, you know, she's a civilian, but obviously military connected. And when the time came, um, you know, she was, uh, she showed how to be the one. What a story. You saved a life because of the campaign. Be the one dot O-R-G. Be the one dot O-R-G. So important to reach out. Listen when a vet needs to talk. Reach out when a veteran is struggling. It's a perfect example there. Henry, thanks for uh, sharing that story. We're going to have to button it up here. Is there anything you want to share with us before we move on today? Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, talking briefly about the next phase would be a, a good next step. Um, as I said, the American Legion will be doing uh, the Be the One initiative for a long time. And uh, upcoming soon is one example of how we're getting it out to um, a much broader audience. We will be at MCON, which is um, the first um, big convention for uh, military-connected folks in Las Vegas around Veterans Day this November. And so that's going to be a time when we push out the message. There's a kind of a who's who of speakers and panelists there, so we will have a, a primary role there. And we're also looking to work with you know, others in this space um, and, and outside this space to promote this. Um, you know, one of those is USAA has also uh, formed a group um, that we were a, a charter member of called Face the Fight, which is very similar. Um, and at the end of the day, whether it's Be the One or Face the Fight, you know, what matters most is that somebody, veteran, service member, spouse, partner, other family member or civilian, you know, can can react and can be the one in a, in a time of crisis for a veteran and save that one life. Henry Howard, Deputy Director of Media Communications on behalf of the American Legion. Complete updates, legion.org, be the one.org is the website to help vets out on suicide, suicide prevention. That's what this is all about. Henry, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing the stories. And uh, let's talk down the road, okay? Especially you mentioned Veterans Day. Can we do that? I would love to. I appreciate um, you helping us get this message out. And it was an honor to be here. So um, absolutely would love to chat again. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to link up with the International Brotherhood of Teamsters, two individuals involved in the Teamsters Care Program. Back in a few minutes. This is America's Workforce. It takes Lyuna to keep America running. Over 70,000 public employees are part of Lyuna, the Laborers International Union of North America, delivering critical services such as health care and emergency response, as well as maintaining roads and sanitation systems. Even the National Postal Mail Handlers Union, representing over 47,000 U.S. postal workers, is affiliated with Lyuna. Find out what it takes for Lyuna to keep America running at Lyuna.org. That's L-I-U-N-A. America's Workforce is brought to you in part by the Communication Workers of America. You can find more at cwa-union.org. 
There is unity and strength for workers. We are the USW. We are the USW. The The United United Steelworkers. The largest industrial union in North America. We represent 850,000 members in In the the US, US, Canada, Canada, and the the Caribbean. Caribbean. We work in metals, rubber, chemicals, paper, oil refining, atomic energy, and the service sector. We are Steelworkers. Standing strong and fighting for what's right. America's Workforce is brought to you in part by the International Brotherhood of Teamsters, where you can find more at teamster.org. A great union requires a reliable election system. Survey and Ballot Systems is a trusted election partner with more than 30 years of expertise in managing union elections. By partnering with SBS, your union can ensure it gets an auditable process and a high level of customer service. SBS is here to help you conduct your union vote securely, transparently, and with trust building always in mind. Visit surveyandballotsystems.com to learn more. America's Workforce is brought to you in part by the Ironworkers. You can find more at ironworkers.org. Now, back to America's Workforce. Here's Ed Flash Ferens. And remember, you can check us out on Facebook or follow us on Twitter. That would be AWF Union Podcast, AWF Union Podcast. Let's go to line number two right now and welcome Tom Vitello to the show. And he's joined by two other individuals on behalf of the Teamsters Care Program. Again, this is another segment dealing with suicide prevention because September, the month of September, is Suicide Prevention Month. And Tom is going to talk about what Local 25 is doing. And again, this is part of the Teamsters Care Program. Tom, welcome to the show. Why don't we just start off with you and explain Teamsters Care, what that's all about. Go ahead. Uh, yes, yes. I'm, I'm Tom Vitello. Uh, I'm an LADC uh, certified recovery coach and a labor assistance professional certified here at Teamsters Care uh, in Boston. We're a full-service uh, union-run mental health and substance use uh, department for the uh, Teamsters Local 25 Health and Welfare Fund. Um, we're all Teamsters. We deal directly with uh, shop stewards and members and business agents, uh, elect- other elected officials that uh, have members within their bargaining units that are um, – having issues with mental health or substance use disorders uh amongst we do we do other things grief counseling um uh, all all sorts of all sorts of um uh treatment so and we are and, and, all licensed clinicians yep and and who's joining you today tom so today I'm with my coworker and uh department head mark Stanuel. uh my uh, my coworker Leslie Russell, who is my um, direct supervisor, and um, we've been around for a while. Um, it all started in 1972 um, as just a a recovery group, uh, which was formed by rank and file uh, union members, truck drivers, that yeah. started that seen that there was a problem within the workforce with people struggling with um, mental health and substance use, alcohol. Uh, And from there, it it developed into a full-service mental health and substance use uh, department here at the Health and Welfare. 
Mark, let's go to you. Now, you are the director of the program here. Now, I, I have to ask you, you're, you're based in Massachusetts. Uh, do other locals share what's going on over there? How, how does that work? How does the structure work, Mark? Well, we cover most of Boston in the metro Boston area, but we have membership that extends into greater New England and, you know, southern New Hampshire, uh, Maine, uh, Rhode Island, and Connecticut. Um, but largely it is in Massachusetts. So we take, we have an 800 number that's staffed 24 hours a day that, you know, we get calls on routinely for, you know, routine things, but also for, you know, crisis calls. Would you be so kind to share that number with our audience? Sure. It's 1-800-851-TEAM. 1-800-851-TEAM, right? Correct. Okay, good, good, good. Let's go to uh, Leslie. Leslie Russell is a licensed social worker. Leslie, how long have you been involved in this? Yeah, I've been here for 18 years. Um, I had called. I was opening a private practice and called and talked to Mark, and he uh, had me come in for an interview, and here I am. Uh, it's, It's a great team. There's four of us on the team. Larry Libby is our other co-worker. We all do substance and, um, you know, Mark and I head up the mental health side and our team motto is do the next right thing. Right. Leslie, if you don't mind, if I'd like to continue a little bit, this, especially because of the pandemic. And I think we saw a big jump in uh, mental health and mental health awareness. I'm just wondering if you could speak mm-hmm. to, uh, to that issue and how the Teamsters have been able to handle that. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, thank you. Our team, we hustle. Um, we've seen an uptick in, um, you know, depression, anxiety, suicide. Uh, during COVID, we were very hands-on. We go out to the uh, barns or hospitals when our members are inpatient. And we um, had to change our tactic. So we teamed it and we started to call our members because everybody was home or most of our uh, guys are essential employees. So they kept working. So we called everybody and to start people said, Oh, we're okay. We're okay. And then um, they started to call and we saw an increase in alcohol depression and we're really not out of it at this point. We're seeing um, a very big rise in, suicide you know my hometown salem mass had two suicides yesterday oh. um i'm currently working with a gentleman who lost his wife in may to a suicide and um it, it's prevalent you know um some of the stats you know 54 percent of all firearm related deaths in 2021 were due to um were suicides were only 43 percent of you know, homicides by gun. So the general public doesn't really understand, you know, and it's only less than 10 minutes from thought to action for suicide. And if you have access to a gun, you know, that statistic is horrifying. Ooh. So I did, a, I did a lot of work in uh, HIV prior to coming here. And um, what we're seeing now with people passing away um, is reminiscent of that epidemic for me. I was not aware of that 10-minute window. So if somebody is thinking about suicide, in the next 10 minutes, that person can take their life. That, uh, that, yeah. is, 
That's astounding. It really is. Tom Vitello, I'm going to go to you. You have a personal story to share. I understand you've been in recovery since, what, 2009? Can you talk about that? Yeah, yeah, certainly. Uh, I, I had my own struggles with, um, uh, at, at first, um, you know, it was it was mental health issues that developed into, uh, it was actually underlying substance use disorder, but it felt like mental health issues to me. Um, so eventually, just to get to the point, you know, I got, I ended up uh, getting sober in 2009. Uh, with the help of this very program that I now work for. Um, I was referred to um, a gentleman, another coworker, Larry Libby, who had showed up to my house and um, just picked me up and drove me to treatment. Um, I stayed sober, and over the, over the course of all five, six, seven, eight years, I, I became an advocate within the workplace at UPS. I started in 1997 as a part-timer. Then uh, in 2000, I became a driver. Um, so there was a period of time while I was working trying to combat my, my, um, my issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in 2009, I, I got sober, and then I became a shop steward. Uh, at the time, pres- general president uh, of our t- great Teamsters Union Sean O'Brien was my business agent, and he's seen the growth um, in the in the benefit of recovery and in, in you know working on this stuff as yeah. an individual. And, and he just in 2018 he asked me to come aboard and help the members in a full time capacity, um, and that's that's what I've been doing ever since. And, and actually, the first day, my first day on the job. April, first hour, April 2nd, 2018, the first call that I answered was, was a gentleman, a, one of our members who was, who was at, he was a part-timer at UPS. Uh, he had, he was working a day job, and he called in. I answered the phone, and he said he was gonna, gonna, thinking about committing suicide. Um, and I, I I couldn't believe it. I thought this was just a test that my coworkers were putting me out on, like a training or something. Yeah. And um, immediately, uh, this this whole whole issue became very real, and I I, I understood the severity of of what uh, people are going through, uh, what union members go through on a daily basis, the struggle. Um, and and from there, it it just it just took off and I knew I had to, uh, you know, throw myself into proper training and education to be able to better serve the members. Um, and, and that's, that's what it took for me. Um, you know, with the help of my two coworkers, uh, we're, I, we pride ourselves on being probably one of the most unique, um, programs in the country and the most, the most proactive programs in the country where we, we try to try to educate. uh, We bring it right to the membership where they're working. Uh, um, We're constantly, you know, pamphleting, um, leaving literature around workplaces to try to, to try to get more people to realize that, you know, help is there. We, we, Mm -hmm. your union can help. Yeah. Um, 
you know, and we, we have that trust and rapport. Um, we developed that trust and rapport pretty quickly because we're fellow teamsters. You know, we, we know what it's like. I, you know, we have me and me and Larry Libby, we, we were rank and file teamsters. We were truck drivers and we can, we can develop that trust and rapport pretty quickly. Uh, in some, in some cases we, we refer out to individual therapists and in other cases we, we individually counsel uh, our members and, and do the, do the legwork and get, get down and dirty. So, and that's, that's, that's what we do. Well, Tom, thank you for, uh, for sharing your story there. I want to button up the interview with Mark, Mark Staniel, who is the director of the employee assistance program. Um, just curious here. It sounds to me like Teamsters Care is very well funded to tackle this issue. This is a very serious issue in America for everybody, union and non-union. How do you feel about this uh, going forward, Mark? Well, I'm proud to be part of this. I've worked someplace else before this, but I've never been part of such a dynamic team here that's supported by the local leadership here of Local 25, that we have four full-time uh, licensed clinicians who provide the service for the membership uh, directly. So proud to be part of an organization that puts their money where their mouth is and really cares about the membership. Um, you know, we've gone out to the work sites. We're not here for, you know, we don't, like unlike in private practice where you might see someone for an hour and bill for an hour through an insurance, we don't have those time limits or constraints. So, you know, if it takes two hours to sit with someone to walk through a problem and get them into treatment and transport them, we do all that. Um, so I'm proud of the fact that, you know, we are supported. And with the addition of Tom Tom here recently, it's, it's a well-rounded team that, you know, we team meetings all the time on cases. So, you know, we never worry alone about a case. Um, so we like to pride our, pride our fact, and I think you've heard that from each one of us today, that, you know, we do what it takes. And, uh, you know, every every life is important, and uh, that's someone's family member. It's our brother, our sister who's out there in the workforce, and that's what we're here to serve, is to take care of any of those problems, to get them back to work if possible, and help, you know, any issues that they may have that they're struggling with is to address those issues so that we can get them back to the workforce and be productive. Well, let me give you that uh, 800 number. Once again, it's 800-851-TEAM, 1-800-851-TEAM. Once again, Tom Vitello, Mark Staniel, and Leslie Russell on behalf of the Teamsters Local 5 Health Services and Insurance Plan. You can find more information at TeamstersCare.com. That'll be it for another edition of America's Workforce. Tomorrow, the latest from the Ohio Federation of Teachers and... We'll check in with the Teamsters Airline Division. Until then, all of you have a safe and wonderful day. That concludes another episode of the America's Workforce Radio Podcast. Thanks for listening, and be sure to subscribe so you never miss a show. America's Workforce is a production of Labor Tools and BMA Media Group. Find out more information online at labortools.com.